0: China's youth unemployment rate hits a record high in the month of July. These are important numbers and it's important data because China's youth feel like they don't have a future. In fact, one is quoted as saying, I felt as if my future was smashed by a crusher and I don't know how to piece it together. But what kind of a future can somebody in China exactly hope to achieve in a communist nation? We're going to get into a philosophical discussion about that we're going to analyze some of the numbers and the data coming out of china and their economy and then we're going to discuss something going on here in the united states with our economy and how michael burry yes you might know him from the movie the big short christian bale plays that character in that movie has sold all his assets at the end of quarter two and only is holding on to one It's the ticker symbol GEO, and it's for a private prison firm. Why exactly is he doing that, and what does he see on the horizon for our economy? And then we're going to briefly discuss the possibility of Liz Cheney being unseated as the incumbent in Wyoming and what that means going forward to the midterms. I've thrown out my theories About this in past episodes so now it's time to see if my theories come to fruition let's get into it yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries what's up everybody this is k cartoon this is rx phonics we are the audio apes and you are officially hanging with apes a weekly tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, you could give us a five-star review. That helps us out a lot. If you want to go over to our website and donate an amount of your choosing, that helps keep us independent. And if you know someone that is interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. And also, if you want to help keep us independent, you could buy merch. So you can donate. You could buy some merch, whatever you want to do donate an amount of your choosing or you can buy some merch at a set price it's totally up to you so the merch is great the merch is amazing so uh interesting episode today a lot of interesting things to cover uh two very important economic discussions one important political discussion it's here, like I mean, like we, the Hanging With Apes show is where it's at. So you get you get a little bit of culture, you get a little bit of economics, you get some politics, You get a little bit of everything. A um, lot of good stuff. You want to reach in the bag and pick out the first topic? Man. What do you what do you what do you think we should touch on first?
1: It's so much. I I, th- I I'd like to talk about the China stuff. I think uh, that's a good segue. I think we should end it with, uh, you You had it
0: right on the intro. <laughs> yeah. So um, you pointed out this article to me um, from Bloomberg, and it's talking about China's youth unemployment rate and how it hit a record high in July. Now, we've seen a lot of other... Negative data coming out of China in terms of their economy. Like their economy mm. is not in a great place right now. Um, and obviously when you have youth being unemployed they're bound to not be very enthusiastic about the future. And in pre-production when we were talking about the article and we were talking about this particular unemployment rate and and they're based off of the research and the reading it seems like they're blaming it mostly on covid uh yeah the the virus um because i guess there's still a lot of measures in place in china because they they have like a, a z- they want zero they want yeah. z- like nobody to have it they want to totally 100% eradicate it Is that possible? Probably not, but that is what they're shooting for, and so their measures are, in some places, are still very much active, and apparently it's hurting the job market, and it's hurting the job market predominantly for young people, Um, but in us discussing that, we discussed how the young people feel like this is stagnating their path and it's stagnating their future. And naturally the question comes up, well, what kind of future, like what, you know, you, you brought that up and I, I thought it was an interesting point because it's like, well, do you not realize you're in a communist country? Do you not realize how things are? Do you not realize that you essentially have a cap on your capability and the possibilities for you and your life. Yeah.
1: It's funny because you know, when I asked that, I kind of was like thinking of it from a viewpoint of someone from the West. Like, yeah. You're China, and so what upwards mobility do you think you're going to have? So I kind of looked confused. And then you were like, well, I mean, they kind of sell the middle class. Dream yeah to the Chinese so like especially now yeah and you know when you look at it that way most people fall into that so then it's kind of a kind of a
0: natural standard for most well you think about it like you don't like because you said the middle class dream but like what exactly is the middle class dream a- and I feel like this is where it gets a little bit risque to talk about because I feel like when you go down this road, people start to talk, people start to feel like you're disparaging them or you're belittling the the life and the route that they took in life because, you know, we're, we are talking about like the 9 to 5 workers, the W2 employees, the 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 I go to work, I come home, I spend time with my family. And, and and there's nothing wrong with that if if that's what you want and that's what your you know your your goals and aspirations are. But this country and the greatness that a human can achieve is not achieved through those channels
1: no i think and two like like you said you know if 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 the middle class dream is is what what you aspire to have there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing bad about it. Like, for a person to be, all right, well, hey, this is what I want. This is my limits.
0: There is and there isn't. Like, if you're looking at it from, like, a... a Personal choice. A, 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 a micro perspective, then, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, it, it is what it is. But when you start to, like, widen the scope and look at, look at it from a macro perspective, you get to the point where it was, like... You can be what buff. are you really contributing? Well, okay, we were just watching a video on a potential topic. We decided not to go with that topic, but uh, the, the YouTube channel Alux put out a video about high-value men, and when you get into some of the guidelines that they set for what they believe a high-value man is, or some of the things the late, great Kevin Samuels said as to what a high-value man is, or... Other people that you think are high value men and you think of the things that they contribute to society, again, it's not through the channels of the middle class dream. And it's good that you said you you phrased it like that the middle class dream and not the American dream, because the American dream should be a lot bigger than what the what the middle class dream is. And so You got to kind of put a little bit of a disclaimer before you get into the meat and potatoes of a discussion like that because people, like, they want to tune out or be offended or whatever the case. But, I mean, that's the realness and the reality of, of this discussion. And it's important. It's important to note that because, see, a government doesn't, Mind letting you achieve that? Yes. Because if you achieve that, then you are satiated to a certain extent. Like oh, Wait, a little bit of food, as in the American government, or you're
1: a, saying, government period, oh, government, a government period, yeah. a government
0: period, a government that wants to be in control and have the utmost power that they possibly can, because. Even here in the United States, we no longer have a government where they serve the people. They, the, our government, the people in charge, do definitely look at it like the people are there to serve them, mm-hmm. not not the other way around. The way it should be that they're there to serve the people.
1: So that's why the Inflation Reduction Act is is, is going to tax. The middle class, yeah, and a lot, and yeah. a lot of taxes yeah. like that. It's I mean, hilarious. we we
0: covered that last yeah. week, and it's just it's it's ridiculous. Like the but fact- that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Really,
1: like you just made the Inflation Reduction Act, and what you basically said was, middle class, we need to take your money every which way we can, and so we're gonna make a reason to take your money yeah. like the top dogs you
0: got the tax loopholes you have everything worked out in a way where like there's so much of what you make we can't even touch it Mm -hmm. so can't do can't do nothing with that poor people well you're barely scraping by already so like like what can we really get out of you and so middle class you know that little bit of extra you might have well, now who knows how much extra it really is with inflation, groceries, gas, and everything like that. Yeah. But whatever little bit you're, that maybe hundred dollars you're able to save, let us get that. Let yeah. us get that. You know that $200? Let us get that. Or maybe I don't know, maybe you and your family haven't been on a vacation in 3 years and you finally had enough money to like save up to take them to Disney World. Nothing even that extravagant. Run let them. us get that.
1: Run them jewels.
0: And 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 so you guys should remember that. You should remember that. Like that's all part of that that's all part of what they're on. And, and not,
1: not only that, but like it adds to the discussion that we're having right now The the original topic Which is That is where The middle class dream Caps Yeah Because like When you start Getting into the upper class uh, Levels in, in, in When it comes to like The tax bracket And all that You Have a, a lot more control Over what you feel like Dealing with And so Yeah If you if you have a lot more freedom, if you, have, if, if you have a lot more ownership of yourself, you get to move how you want to move and not deal with certain things. An example, you live in Chicago, you're scraping by, well, you kind of have to deal with it. Now, if you live in Chicago and you're in the upper class, you'd be like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to relocate and yeah. I have the resources to do it. I'm going to Tennessee now. Yeah. And so when you, ha- w- w- when you put yourself in a better position, when you strive for more and you have more ownership of yourself, you get to do things other people don't. And I guess that's where we, where we look at it. We look at it from a realistic standpoint i remember when we went to to mexico and like the money goes so far it's like you're a rich person over there like you're just we're living the dream like we're and so you're kind of almost above the law if you think about it like not above the law but you see like you're just like whatever yeah this i could pay for this i'm not washing my own clothes i'm not gonna do this uh I, everything, people just look at you like, oh, that's an American. Yeah, all hail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a different feeling, and so then traveling kind of shows you something. When you get outside of your box, it's like, oh wow, I've I've been living with limitations. I've now moved outside of the box and and seeing that, wow, I I don't have to have limitations. Yeah, I have resources. I can use my resources, I can grow. And so that's where I'm like, okay, well obviously every man should should strive for, every person should strive for that.
0: And, and now you take that example that you just gave of being an American in Mexico and how far the dollar stretched at that time. And you, now think of, because that's a very low percentage Of the population, whether it's like people that are tourists or very low percentage, whether it's the people that like that are citizens of that nation that have the capability to do that. But now think of if you had a higher percentage of people that are able to do that, the government is going to be it's going to be a lot harder for the government to have influence over people when People know what's up and they yeah. they have, like you said, the capability to remove certain limitations. Yeah. And so dialing it back and taking it back to China and how that compares to here to the United States is, yeah, like look at everything with the, the virus measures. The fact that they were able to get away with so much and people didn't really revolt like people. Consider this for a second. Just stop and think about this. People revolted more for a a lifelong criminal drug addict that was killed. The, The cop that killed him was convicted of murder, all of that. People revolted more for that than they did for locking you in your house, taking away your business, taking away your job. Like, How crazy is that? So think about how docile people are but and why you're docile because you're satiated here's here's some here's a little netflix here's here's um you know some money for the rent here's a little food shut the fuck up we're the government we know what's best we know what's going on and 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 that's it and so what china has realized is well we could get the same thing because we want to take over the world. Yeah. We want to be the world's most dominant superpower. But at the same time, we can't really get there if our people are revolting. So what do we do? Oh, we'll give them a little job. You know, they can, they can get themselves a house. So much to the point that they over leveraged and now their real estate uh, uh, development company, ever uh, was it Evergrande? Yeah. Is, is is in hot water Like all, all Because what they see is And the spending
1: So uh, they're, they're having the same problems Yeah uh, Actually the article um, Let me see if I can pull it up It's literally like Well you're not You're not really in control now Are you uh, I think it was like The, the, the uh, Consumer Market is, is Down Unemployment Down Real estate Up Real estate being bought Down and so and and unemployment, the, up. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, unemployment up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unemployment up. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. That's not. It's not good.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 all of that. The whole situation with Evergrande and, and over-leveraging it to give people a little bit, so they feel like okay, well, there's no need to revolt. We're getting a level of comfort and satiation that we want. And, and we feel good about that. The problem is, is that when you get too comfortable and you get too sassy, you start to le- allow the government to be in control. You start yeah. to allow the government to get away with things that they normally wouldn't be able to get away with, as we did here in the United States. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that is the way that China operates. So it, it's a very interesting thing when you see a young person from China talking about they felt that their future was crushed because for a person like me I say what future yeah but if you're talking to maybe the average person they they might be able to empathize yeah. with them a little bit more
1: the the over the over uh, arching theme here would probably be the quote uh, what is it the road to hell is paved, paved with good intentions and so yeah, in China, they're far gone. So from our end, we're like, oh, wow. No, you never...
0: But do you think it was ever good intentions? I feel like here in the United States, it started with good intentions. It gets sold I- good I think With China, I think they're so philosophical that for them, it was never good intentions. For them, it was, well, we want to get these motherfuckers fat and sassy like the Americans. Yeah. So... When it comes time for us to make our move on Taiwan, whatever we're going to do with Japan, whatever we're going to do around the globe, when it comes time for us to make our move, we don't need any revolting here. We need these motherfuckers to want us to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not good intentions. It gets packaged as good intentions. It's like it comes out of the factory and like it's like (laughs) on the... If it was like a doll, it'll say good intentions. And so, like, like for example, the jab virus. Oh, you had to get jabbed up the virus. What about your fellow American? What about your fellow American? And it's like, is this really about our fellow Americans? Because dude from New York had all them old people dying. So, uh, yeah
0: and then look at Gruesome Newsome in California yeah. How many times he was caught Without his mask yeah. Nancy Pelosi you know, getting her hair in. down Like it's not a good intention You don't care about yeah. this It gets packaged and sold That
1: marketed that way Yes And so yeah that's the thing It's not It's not good intentions It's to Make you comply and, and prepare you to Cause like The way you can overpower People Right as a group Is you can't just like If it's Think about it. It's twenty politicians, but a thousand uh, citizens. What do you do? You play verbal judo, and you and you market it and you sell it. That yeah, way, you have power you have, over them. You
0: have to sell. You have to yeah. sell them the notion that they need you. Yeah. When yeah. the reality is, you need them, but they're too stupid to know that. Yeah. The, that they're the ones that are needed. And that's where we're at here in this country is is that you know everybody is so caught up in in their own stuff or even now even more in like trying to make it and scrape by and everything like that that they don't really stop to realize that ultimately it's them yeah. that have the power and it's interesting because you know, going back to like what that young person said in China about feeling like their future was smashed. I've thought about that here when it came to like, and I I, I know I mentioned this to you in pre-production when it came to people that were so gung ho about like n- not getting the jab or wanting to move to a state where there's more freedom and everything like that. And it's like, well, like when Elon Musk does it, I understand. When the Daily Wire does it, I understand, but then when you see people that, like, don't do anything with their free time, aren't productive, don't invest, don't make any moves, like, what do you care? Like, w- w- at what point does freedom become so, such a, a big th- thing for you when you don't really do anything with freedom to begin with?
1: Well, yeah, because you're not really making the world a better place. You know, you're, you're living a pretty mundane life. And like I said, like we said, hey, if that's cool with you, that's fine. But that, that there's no... You don't have control. So what do you need them to... Why do you not want to comply? Or why don't you want to not do this? Or what, why are you so verbal on, on, on Facebook? That does nothing. Right. You're doing nothing. And so... Yeah, for 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 someone that might have a business, for someone that might be like working towards something bigger, uh, trying to be influential, try like yeah, I understand their sentiment on like wow, I I don't want this, you know, but but if if you're not going to be at all productive and, and live a pretty basic life, well then what are you worried about? Yeah, just do what the government says because. You really don't. Every 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 metric that would show that you're doing something with your life, it's not like there's nothing. It's at zero. So it's just like, just keep going then. Right. <laughs> Do whatever they tell you, and so it's it's weird and it's funny because you saw like certain people were like real adamant about like, oh I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. But then there were certain people that that you would have thought, I, at least m- me looking at it from like people's the way people operate. It's like, oh wow, they just really just went and whatever the government says. Yeah. So these times show you like how the public reacts to things, to things, and like what, what at the end of the day, like what uh. How they contribute? Because I don't feel now looking at the whole uh, virus from the beginning to now, I don't feel we're in a better place. I feel like we showed the government that, like, no, we'll just do what you say for the most yeah. part. Like, I don't feel I don't feel good about how Americans operate after something like that. That left a sour taste in my mouth.
0: Oh yeah, that was it was awful. You know, it was awful. 100% like it, it sh- very much showed the government we will bend the knee. Yeah. Whatever whatever you say, we're going to do it and it, yeah, that it's it's fine big yeah. daddy government whatever yeah. you say.
1: And so like and, but then sometimes I look at it like from the perspective of what was it me looking at it from the city scope because we do live in a big city, so we will see the more government-friendly people here, right? Because think of of it this way, there's a red wave coming, and all of, well not all, but like like 90-something percent of the Republicans that are running on that Trump wave, they're the ones who are winning. Trump runs the GOP, and so, is it us looking at it From the perspective of Where we come from? Or is it That that we might be a little bit wrong And like the the, the, the country Is actually swaying more towards Trumpism And like well no we're not on that shit Fuck that and if, you're, and if you're establishment An establishment Republican Fuck that too Get out of here You know cause like That is very revealing And we've covered it mm-hmm. Like the Republicans that are winning now are the ones that are like, I'm, I don't give a fuck mode. Yeah. Like, no.
0: Like like you said. A- at least the ones that are winning, winning their primaries. Yeah, the primaries. Yeah.
1: And I guess in November, we'll see if that translates to actually, like... Will that translate to actually having seats? Because then that's when
0: yeah, cause, shit cause might start see, turning around. Like, like, 538, they were saying like they're starting to project that now that primary season is ending that the red wave is cooling off like they they're starting to predict that it's not as much of a red wave as yeah we might think is coming so remember- now granted they're they're like a very establishment outlet but still you would think you would want like some degree of credibility. And so it makes you wonder because that's the other thing. And it's kind of a great segue into the the, the next topic. Uh, Michael Burry and, and what it seems like his prediction is for the future. Because last week, the stock market did great. And the reason it did great, by all accounts, is because... Of the news that inflation is starting to cool off, no. uh, seems like the 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 hiking of the interest rates, gas is starting to come down a little bit. Uh, Jobs to, to the point where where Biden is is kind of cheerleading, like, oh look, gas is no. you know it's still like way more than what it was when he took office, but it's starting to cool down a little bit, and and the unemployment rate is is very low. Still right. double. The gas is still double the price. So <laughs> the the wildest thing is like, one, does that cause less of a red wave or even potentially dissipate the red wave? That's number one. And number two, what does Michael Burry see on the horizon that would make him want— to sell everything, only hold on to a stock for a, a private prison firm. A guy that has predicted the dot-com bubble and the guy that has predicted the, the 2008 housing market crash. Him seeing, feeling like it's the end of day. So on one hand, you have the stock market totally operating one way you got the pollsters starting to feel like, all right, well, the red wave, it's not going to be as bad as we thought, or and we may not even see a red wave. The White House cheerleading, oh, look, gas is lower. Oh, look, unemployment, all of this and all of that, which. You know, that's good. Like you don't want unemployment to be high. You no. want it, you know, and you do want gas to keep going down and you do want inflation to cool down. I'm not one of these people that is like, "Oh, well just because the guy that I voted for isn't in office, I'm I'm not going to Well, I don't I am not really I can't even really say. I'm not going to give credit because I don't think I don't think the the, the the there's any credit due like in terms of in terms of inflation like, the interest rates, are the hikes are going to help. They were going to help anyway. But then, on the other hand, you turn around and tax the living days out of people. So, fuck you for that. Yeah. Gas, I mean, it could have been low if you would have just drilled here. Yeah. So, there's really not a lot of credit Not due, only that,
1: but... Like, you, but these the, things are yeah.
0: happening under the watch of these people. Yeah.
1: But then you, you go begging people who are anti-West... Yeah. For for gas too, like Venezuela and all that shit. Right.
0: So there's a lot of there's a lot of fault to be dealt and yeah. not a lot of credit to be dealt, but the reality is that things are cooling off a little bit. Yeah. But then what does you so you see all of that and it's like, okay, but then you look at Michael Burry and he's like, This is and he even tweeted and he said this is the same silliness that we saw before the Great Depression. Before the dot-com bubble burst and before the housing market crash, like the silliness of, oh, no, you see, things are not that bad. Yeah, but how much, like, throughout all this time with the reckless spending, we
1: also have to see, and I don't know the numbers to it, Like at least I haven't researched them, what is the average household debt? You know, like, because one thing that Just Precinct uh, talks about all the time is, like, Gucci and Louis Vuitton were make doing all time numbers during the pandemic. Yeah, when people were quote unquote not working. So how does Gucci and Louis Vuitton sell like crazy when people should
0: probably be a lot more weary? The, that that free bread. Like yes. you got to think about it. Like the, it's the idea back to like the, the the first segment where we were talking about the idea that. First off, the, you got to remember, the government cut a check to people without even reali- like stopping to see if they were working or not. Everybody got a check. A check yeah. for you, a check for you, a check for you. Wouldn't you want to at least do the due diligence of like, well, let me see... At least, let's give a check to people that are only not working. Yeah, yeah. And then, how many people? Well, now we're starting to see with like the 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 all kind of numbers and that are coming up from like these PPP PPP loans, where all type of people they didn't own a business, corrupt as shit, and and it, it they say seventy percent of it was fraudulent, only thirty yeah. percent of it was legit, according to the numbers. So, yeah, like. It's the government inefficiency, but then also the idea that, like, imagine if you're getting a... Like, imagine during the pandemic, you're working, and then you get a free check. And your mindset isn't like what we were talking about in the first uh, uh, segment, upward mobility, or trying to, like, make a a future for yourself, trying to remove those limitations, as you put it. Your mindset isn't that. Your mindset is, oh, fucking... Uh, Dogecoin. Oh, uh, uh, Louis Vuitton. Like, no. do you have the luxury of gambling or wasting yeah, oh, the that, money.
1: That's another thing. And so you got to look at it this way, too. Like, things aren't looking bad from a normal metric, like the inflation metric. Well, it's still looking bad. But what I'm saying yeah, is like, not looking By no means,
0: because inflation has cooled down doesn't mean there's no inflation. Because that's a bubble the, 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 the most recent assessment of inflation was 10% based off of my reading and my assessment I think it's a lot higher than ten percent way higher so even if it cools down a little bit what you, what is it at nine percent or the reality might be closer to like 12 or thirteen yeah. percent so it, it, let's not let's not start celebrating just yet but the if the trend continues yeah. is what we're talking
1: that and then two um what is it uh vehicles the car notes on those shits
0: astronomical
1: god
0: damn so we have to well, remember the, that well the the re, uh, repossessions have uh have gone up like yes um uh marco from whiteboard finance yes. did a great video on that and uh he was talking about how this is normally a down season for car repossessions but it's actually spiked because yeah. and, and what's so wild about it is being the opportunist that I am, I was looking at cars because, yeah. you know, I I currently I currently have two cars, one of which is paid off and another of another of which is just about paid off. And the only reason I haven't paid it off is because the interest rate on it is so low. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even like make sense to pay it off that quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, man, like, you know, what's to these cars? And like, I have an affinity for the Dodge Charger. I, yeah. I do. And and I was like, man, what would it be like having three black cars? Because I, yeah. have my, I have a pickup <laughs> truck that's black. I have a a, a, a a six four that's black. And then I had. And then I was like, imagine having like a cool sports car that's black. And then, so I started looking, and the prices have come down crazy. Yeah, like, and they're going to come down more. Yeah, they're, it, it, the, it's scheduled to like the the decline to peak around October of this year, where it's yeah. going to be like if you want a car, that's going to be like a great time to get a car. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, and then, the, they're they're projecting the chip shortage to kind of cooled off next summer because there's still the chip shortage. And then the price will go down even more by 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 like this time. Probably like you said, October next year, you're probably gonna see a lot more deals on used cars. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh shit. Hey, that, that that's good. But how many people do the due diligence? Because that's the thing. Like we we always do the due diligence of doing our homework before making a purchase. Or, a lot of people don't do that. They're just like quick. Quick with
0: the buying. Oh yeah, like I. Yes. The only reason that 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 even came to my mind was because I was like, oh well, if the opportunity presents itself to get something that I would like, ah. that would be like it, definitely like a luxury thing at at a very discounted rate. Why not consider it? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: And so to me, it's like that that's something. There's something to be said about that because student loans haven't went anywhere car loans are not the greatest people have paid astronomical prices for for car loans the housing situation um the only thing that saves people with the housing situation is the interest rates were low
0: but god forbid and they were fixed rates for the most part Like, yeah, it was. But now they're starting to introduce the adjustable rates. Yeah. Because interest rates are going up, you're starting to see adjustable rates come into play.
1: Yeah. And so, to me, it's like it's kind of a wild notion if financial hardship starts hitting people for whatever reason, and they need to get cash, and if they refinance, (laughs) you're kind of in a fucked up situation. Now. It's just little little things that you think about, like oh, what could, how can people be affected by this? But it's like a lot of factors, financial factors, um, show that that the average American person doesn't make the best decisions. No. Where where are people's finances when it comes to their savings? Where's you know you you have to pay attention to these things. And a guy like Michael Burry, he lives that
0: yeah definitely and yeah. he's been right multiple times yep. before now what's interesting is and i want your thoughts on this what are your thoughts on the idea of okay you think the end of the days is coming you liquidated everything but you only hold on to this one stock that and because he held on to the one stock it jumped crazy actually i i'd like to look at what it jumped to just today because uh i
1: think it jumped up Ten percent. Yeah, you? that's yeah.
0: what uh, the, the last report that I read. That's what it was. But I, I'd like to. So Geo Group. Yeah, yeah. Today it, it did ten percent in one day, just because of the news yeah. that this man was holding on to this stock. That is, is uh, mind you, a uh, very. Gee, I just had it up. I, uh, very cheap stock it's seven dollars and sixty two cents uh that's, that's all he that's all he held on to and it's of it it's yeah. it's a it's a group that make that builds private it, it private prisons. So why? Yeah. What do you what, <laughs>
1: That's like some end of days as shit.
0: People like, are gonna to, get to in prison? me to me this is what I gather. I could be wrong. This is just a theory. But I've seen something similar to this in the past. Not what Michael Burry is, but a, a correlation to what I th- believe he's thinking. So do you remember we graduated high school in 2006? Um, yep. All hell broke loose economically in 2008. Yeah, And... Around that time, not only were there security jobs everywhere, they were pretty good paying high, they were pretty, not high security jobs, but they were pretty decent paying security jobs. And I don't know if you remember in that, because I know you took the same security class that I did to get certified, but in that security class, I don't know if the guy went over it with your class, but I remember he went over it with our class and he was saying how... This is a good time to get into security. And there's actually a lot of opportunity for upward mobility because when the economy is bad, people start stealing more retailers, corporations, residential places, they see security as more as an asset and asset protection because... Things get greasy when the economy is bad. Yeah. Not only that, when the economy is bad, do they people want more security? More people end up in jail. So is this the same correlation Michael Burry is making? Well, it has to be. Because like think of think of
1: places where You'd think the area—it's like okay, this is a this is a good area, or this is a high end. Shops are here and stuff like that. They've been cheapened by the times now. I remember us covering that like footage of people fighting in the airport. Yeah. It's like motherfucker, what, what type of uncultured ass shit? Yeah. Are people doing on the airport, like or in the airport, like motherfuckers are trying to travel here, like what? Yeah. You guys are gonna bring ratchet ass shit to the airport, really? Keep that shit somewhere else. Not not in the airport. But but if you look at like the city of Chicago, like we live in Chicago, so you go to the city, there's tents all over Montrose. Yeah. Beach bums live there. All on the viaducts tents everywhere. Uh crime is up. Um like, and big time up. Yeah. You're not just a little cops bit. don't really run to things like like they used to ever since the, the George Floyd uh, lootings, things haven't been the same. The city didn't really help, you know, they'll do a sugar tax, they ain't gonna help no small business after the shit, the, the lootings happened. Then, hey, we're gonna do the, <laughs> the, the, the looting something fund for the people who, who were hurt during these times. None of that, like, or, or, or incentives for you guys to not, like, lose your business. Instead, what happened was, despite your, 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 your business being ruined, you will also get a fine if people who are not masked up or jabbed yeah, come to, to the restaurant. They can't be there. If they're not jabbed, you
0: can't go to the restaurant. Like, things really bad yeah and, and it, it, while you're on the subject it, it, you brought something up that I've been meaning to ask your thoughts on so the governor of Illinois Pritzker we just had we just had uh, uh, the Congress passed the uh, the inflation reduction Act which is just a humongous tax on the middle class and I remember in, was it, yeah, I believe it was in last week's episode where I talked about what my idea would be to help with inflation. While I understand not cutting the taxes for W-2 employees because you want to like kind of quell the supply of money, I wouldn't want to raise the taxes. No. And then where I would cut taxes on is on any any company or anybody that, that actually produces something and and also eliminate the re, the regulations that way we can ramp up production no. and 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 quell some of the supply of money and that'd be a good two-pronged attack but still not raise the taxes on the middle class well Pritzker, he did something that i thought was pretty great and it was totally the contrary to what congress did i don't know if you know this but he got rid of the grocery tax in 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 illinois no i didn't know that yeah like so oh that's good yeah and but but what's interesting to me is like that's something that's going to have an immediate effect yes granted it's not a humongous help but it's a little bit of a little bit of you're providing a little bit of breathing room here and there, wherever you can. During hard times, you got a nickel and dime. Meanwhile, your party is advocating for the opposite of what you're doing yeah. in your own state. Yeah, and so that what what I, what makes me what I wonder, and, and and this can kind of lead into the third segue is the guy that's running against Pritzker in November. Is relatively extreme for Illinois, like Darren Bailey. Like he's like he's a MAGA type of guy. Like he's like this motherfucker walks around with a gun on his hip. Like he's he's not your typical Illinois personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the other guy, Richard Irving, the 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 mayor from Aurora, that everybody thought was going to win the primary. Yeah. But it turned out that the Democrats put a lot of money in the caucuses of, of Darren Bailey because they wanted that matchup. They wanted Bailey versus Pritzker yeah. more than they wanted Richard Irving versus Pritzker because yeah. Richard Irving could probably get a little bit of the black vote, especially here in Chicago. So it's it's Bailey versus Pritzker. But I wonder if, ba- if Pritzker is looking at it like, damn, if like this more extreme guy won... Maybe I kind of got to move more moderately because yeah. because this election is coming up. You know, I, I just saw a thought that crossed my mind.
1: Well, yeah, because you got to, if you're a politician, you got to think of it this way. Like, even the Trump situation with the FBI, that's a desperate move because none of this was happening. And if you really think about it, like, if you really think about the January 6th committee, you had all that going on. Why now? After CPAC unanimously polled for Trump, even over DeSantis. Yeah. So this is going to do one of two things. This is going to make people feel like, oh, shit, let's move towards more like a DeSantis or someone else. Or make people mad and be like, nah, now we're going to go full, we're going to go ultra mega. (laughs) The great Naga King has a reason. Yeah. It's like it's gonna either embolden the right, like the but to the more on some Trump shit, or it might try to it might move them more towards establishment. But maybe Prickster, the way he's seeing it is like, well, I don't know, cause like undeniable is undeniable. CPAC has been on the Trump train. People that go to CPAC, that's that's who they're leaning towards. And so although Prickster might might still win here in Illinois. Just the fact that he's going like just the fact that it's a Trump-like figure. Yeah. In Illinois is scary enough for you to be like, whoa, wait a minute. I better keep it cool, at
0: least for now. Yeah. Afterwards, so I'm you, good. You don't think you don't do you think that the the cutting the the grocery tax Is altruistic or it's just strictly for political reasons? With him, with Pritzker in particular. Because it's just... So, it's just... My thing is, it's so odd to me that, like, this guy who's been in line with his party the whole time, like, he was mentioned... With the gruesome, like when when the when the young ass uh, pandemic was popping off, he was mentioned with the gruesome newsoms and the Cuomos. He was yeah. in that bracket with them. Like, oh, gruesome newsome, Cuomo, Pritzker, gruesome newsome, Cuomo, Pritzker. <sighs> like these were like the three stooges of, of yeah. governorships. And then now and, and in a way, they kind of look like the Three Stooges. Cuomo kind of looks like Mo, Gruesome, Newsome, a little bit of Larry, and fucking Pritzker Curly. <laughs> um, Get that bald fade, fam. Nah, man. The I would never, I would never uh, 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 offend the Three Stooges by telling them that they're like those clowns. Uh, I would, I would prefer the Three Stooges as governor. Uh, oh hell yeah! But but anyway, but he was always in line with. With what they were doing, remember that in that essence, tax? in line with the yeah. party. But now it's like, all right, well, I'm doing something different than what my party is doing. He had a tax and I'm bill. wondering why.
1: Last election, remember that he was real pissed.
0: It was just raising taxes. Yeah, yeah, like like crazy tax. And then also the it was the the it was the the fair tax.
1: The, yeah, the fair tax. Yeah, and so I think. It's not It's not like he's being nice. It's more like, well, I got to listen to the people because I got to survive this shit. Yeah. And so the fair tax, that shit, unanimously, no, hell no. I remember his reaction the next morning. Yeah, he was
0: very upset. He yeah. was
1: pissed. So it goes from a guy who wanted to tax the people. I was upset about it, So now I was like, you know what? Let's cut these taxes
0: because there was no. nothing fair about the fair tax. No, that's it, like it was, thats the the the, <laughs> the 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 semantics that the left you like yes. to use, but no, there was nothing fair about it.
1: It's the the good intentions tactic. It's yeah, all for good
0: intentions, people. Yeah, but I because you were talking about the city, and it made me think about that, and now because we're gonna kind of segue into the whole thing with uh, with uh, Liz Cheney. And, you know, the midterms coming up and everything, it's like you got like strategy mode coming up. And so I'm thinking about that move that he made, which I think is a good move. But I'm wondering his motivations behind that good move. Now, you brought up Trump and the FBI raid at at Mar-a-Lago. Did you see the news or did you look at the reports of how much Trump raised in the days since then?
1: an astronomical probably the biggest didn't you have the
0: biggest day ever it was a record now what's interesting to me about that is that i was talking to my dad about this you got to consider not only that like he's Mm. building up this crazy war chest but he hasn't even said if he's gonna run yet and i was telling Mm. I, i was me and my dad were talking about this and i was like it's crazy to me Like, these people, they're doing all this stuff, seeking the FBI on him and everything like that. But what if he says tomorrow, well, I'm not even running, though. So, it's like, so to me... He's really making
1: the base strong to the point where Republicans are going to have to bend the knee
0: to the people. In a way, but also, like, I wonder... If they're operating with the mindset, oh, this is the guy that's going to run, or if they're operating with the mindset, we want to make an example of him because anybody that rises that's like him, this is what's in store for them. The problem with that is it's obviously not working because... You're getting all these Trump-like figures all over the place. You got DeSantis. You got Kerry Lake. You got Doug Mastriano. You got J.D. Vance. Like, these motherfuckers, are, they're all over the place yeah. now. So now... And then if these people win, because that's the thing. You got DeSantis that's in office. Mastriano, he's running for governor of Pennsylvania. Kerry uh, uh, Lake, she's running for governor of of Arizona. Um, so... you. J.D. Vance running for Senate in Ohio. These people haven't won yet. If these people win, not only are they now in power, but the other Republicans that are incumbents, they're going to have to shuffle to the right. It's like it, like if the, you know. And so, and and and, which brings us to the the epic conversation and 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 the theory that I proposed in in several episodes back. About Liz Cheney representing the establishment Republicans, incumbent, getting unseated in a primary. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. What does that show? What does that show? It shows, nah, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican. It's the type of Republican. Yes. And we're cleaning house.
1: Hey, we always warn people. About how the pendulum swings. We always say, hey, you get real crazy on one side, the other side's gonna come back barking. Not barking, biting. Shit, <laughs> fuck barking. And so, Liz Cheney, that's the barker. Yeah. <laughs> you get the guy, you get the fucking real motherfuckers that are gonna be like on some, like, I'm trying to kill anything on site. Well, then that's when. That's going to be bad for you. When you hear people saying we want Ron DeSantis to look like a Democrat, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I was, if I was like an Antifa type, I, if I heard that shit, I'd be kind of scared. But yeah. No, I no, DeSantis is wild. No, I don't want him to be like no, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> please. And so that's that's the thing. We also have to remember. The MAGA crowd, the Trump supporters, are the same supporters that booed Trump when he started talking about the jab. Yeah, a certain way. So you got to remember that these people are not for Trump for for the sake of whatever Trump says. They're for Trump because nah, motherfucker, get in line. You're you you represent what we want. Yes, and so the scary part is if you get rid of Trump. You don't get rid of the problem for the left. The problem is these people are going
0: to not vote for y'all. And I feel like that's what the left thinks. I feel like they think, well, if we get rid of him, we get rid of the problem. But I remember, and it's so crazy, I remember on the episode before the 2020 election, I remember as I closed out the episode, I told people, I was like, no matter what happens... I'm kind of getting chills remembering it, but I was like, no matter what happens, the fire has started already. Just remember that. Like, because we didn't know what they were going to pull or whatever, but it's like, no matter what happens, the fire started. Like, the fire has been lit already. And it's like, it's kind of like in the Dark Knight Rises where he lights, he's like, he's like light, light the flare. And then the bat signal comes up and then it's like, damn, it shows Bane and all his people like he's not dead yeah he's not dead like even though bane at the time thought that batman was physically dead yeah even if batman was physically dead batman is not dead no you know what i'm saying and so that's kind of where we're at it seems like with this and so my thing is it's like on one hand i'm wondering i was like i'm i, I was wondering are they after trump for Trump or or are they after Trump to make an example for anybody that that sprouts up I say but, the second but 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 now I'm starting to kind of feel like no I think they're after him for him because I do think they believe that if he if he's gone the problem goes I think they believe that but it's a little bit of both cuz the second
1: one see there's a thing they just already they implied they told Rudy Giuliani you're under investigation for some Georgia shit, right? But so, so Rudy Giuliani is a lawyer. So now think of it this way: if you're Trump, and now they're going after
0: your lawyers, all your people. But the, but the the thing is this: yeah. it's like if why wouldn't you like you're still going after Trump? But like why wouldn't you be deploying some of these resources to find dirt on Kerry Lake, to find yeah. dirt on Mastriano? To find dirt on JD Vance, like the most, what what what's the worst thing we've heard from JD Vance? Oh, he said that women should stay in abusive marriages, which he didn't say that. Yeah. But we covered that on the episode. But like, that's the best you guys could come up with. Like, you know, the midterms are a few months away. That's the best you could come up with. All you have is Trump, Trump, Trump. So to me, it's like, no, deploy all the resources because if we make him go away, we make the rest go away.
1: That and then not now. I mean it's kind of undeniable though, like, they're trying, and then they've done a good, like the left, in their own way, has done the best possible job for morons that you can. So like you said, the economy is not great, far from great, but not as terrible as you thought it might, might be. At some point, they were like, wow, we're pretty incompetent. We need to
0: but Michael Burry thinks it's going to get off.
1: Yeah, but they—they they were like, oh, well, whatever. And then the thing is, like, the Democrats are looking at it probably, like, the the, the Biden administration is looking at it from like, yeah, we're getting gas from Venezuela, but who gives a fuck? They're not going to give a fuck because they're paying less, right? So, so people will look the other way.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent.
1: Gonna give a fuck? It's not right, and we have our own oil. But when the Saudis are like, fuck you. <laughs> And then like You don't have a choice You have to get gas Where you get gas from Oil From where you get oil from So it is what it is So To me It's like Any little thing And that's the thing Like If it's not too extreme People will be okay with it Yeah So like Ah Inflation was bad But it kind of Died down And Job market is decent It's not as great As it was Under Trump Post Post uh, or before uh, the virus But hey You know not Now that we've been Subjected to all this shit Like this ain't that bad It's It's very bad But to them to, to the average voter Is that what they're thinking? Like okay We got We got inflation kind of A little Chill right now And We're now The focus is Kill Trump Not I mean not Physically, hopefully not. But like, destroy him, destroy him, destroy him. Well, let's wait till CPAC. Let's see what goes on. Oh shit, oh shit. All
0: right, get him. Whatever, FBI, Merrick yeah. Garland, please. I just, I just wonder if it's misplaced because in November Trump is not running, so it's like you know what I'm saying. He hasn't even said if he's gonna run, so that's the other thing. Like. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if that's. I wonder if that's the only play they have, you know? They do. That's
1: the, you don't have, you re, like, the only thing you know is that if Trump runs, he has a lot of backing because the primaries are showing that. Yeah. So now you're like, fuck, this is the, you're trying to kill, like, the source. Yeah. Like, if it was an ant. Fucking farm. He's like the fucking, was the Queen Ant? Yeah. <laughs> Kill him! He's like in the middle. All the fucking Republicans are everywhere. And it's like, they, they, so what they're trying to do is like, well, shit, destroy this man before he even says he's going to run. Because this ain't
0: good. It's not going to be good. And then, come on, what do you have? So, like, let's say... But the, but now the problem is strategically you, imp- you empower the base... Because now they're looking at it like, well, damn, Trump was right about everything that he said. They do use the FBI as an arm of the Democratic Party. The, you know, like like Hillary's emails, or oh, the FBI never cared about that. But like whatever they wanted at Mar a Lago, they do care about that. Yeah. Like, so now you're 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 gonna not only empower the people running, but you're gonna empower their constituencies. And then what do you do? Because now, yeah. now you don't even. It's a bad strategy because if there is a red wave, you've empowered the constituents, you've empowered the candidates, and now in January, when they get in office, yeah. whatever you're going to try to do to Trump, you have two months to do it because in January, the new people take office. Yeah. And, and, and then you, you and can't, if the new people,
1: yeah, and if the new people are the MAGA ones, like, who cares? Yeah. Trump, you're out, you're out of the, you're out. Yeah. Like, so it's the last hurrah for the left right now, and but the thing is, even if they like took Trump out of, out of out of it, it's over with. Like if if the MAGA type candidates win, it's over. And you don't have the, oh, Trump. Trump, like, because you can't play that same card with these with these people. They're, that's a new politician. Yeah. You can't play the Trump they, card.
0: They, yeah, which is great. Like, they I'm don't sorry, care. I'm sorry,
1: CNN. Your ratings are back down again. <laughs> I, I would hope that CNN at least is like, whoa, shit. Let's keep
0: them alive for a little longer because we're on our last legs. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, we'll see. It's just yeah. wild. Very interesting. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you would like us like to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.